0: The reality is that there is nothing in any of our lives, nothing in our surroundings, there's nothing in our waking, observable existence that didn't first enter our mind as an idea, as a thought. There's literally nothing that we can look around and see that didn't first get entertained by our mind as a possibility. And this is why it's so critical to watch what sort of ideas you're entertaining. You know, there's, there's so much power in entertaining those thoughts and ideas, but it gets easily twisted around, even abused, when we allow ourselves to be so entertained. Because those images and those ideas and those pictures that are entering our minds usually as a form of distraction or perhaps even sedation or entertainment, we're filling our mind with these images and these ideas, maybe in the attempt to become informed, but there's nothing in about it, (laughs) it's all from the outside. And so in, in my experience, I found it not just useful, but critical to make the inner pictures far more powerful and more important than any outer pictures that are coming in. Need nothing? Appreciate everything. Have it all. Welcome to the podcast that helps you architect your most self-authorized, productive, and fulfilled life. Join action philosopher Jesse Elder on a journey to greater joy, freedom, and wealth of every kind as he shares insights gained from the leading edge of liberated living. The hardest part is accepting just how easy success can be. And now, Jesse. Hey, it's Jesse, and welcome to the podcast. It's been uh, it's been a hot couple of weeks since uh, since a new recording, since a new episode for you. Uh, I just got back from the desert. I was uh, out at Burning Man for uh, for a little while, and if you know what Burning Man is, then you know. And if you don't know, then I would suggest a Google. <laughs> it's it's uh, a very unique experience, and uh, something that I've been observing and, and sort of taking part in for a few years now. And uh, yeah, if you're interested, I would suggest Googling it. Um, so just getting back, and, and uh, currently I'm driving in Utah, and I'm headed out to Powder Mountain, and so the views right now are stunning. Again, I wish with this audio format, I wish we could somehow convey the rocks and the sunrise and the, the trees are just gorgeous. And. Uh, by the way, if this is your first podcast uh, with us here, welcome, and if you are returning, as I know uh, a lot of you are, I just, I am so blown away at the, it, this really is becoming a community. You know, there's so many messages that we get and there's such uh, such a momentum happening on Facebook and, and uh, a lot on Instagram, and I'm just really really appreciative to be part of this. Uh, in no way do I feel like this is you know, my show, this is you and I and everybody else that's listening, really collaborating. And and I really feel that we're counterparts in this. Uh, I don't accept or, or feel any sort of leadership role. I might have some words and some ideas that have proven useful, but this is about you. It's about your life. So as you listen to today's episode especially, I'm going to encourage you to listen with a selfish bias. I would like you to just think about everything you're gonna hear today from a purely selfish point of view. You know, I know it's easy to start listening to material that's personal development or, or spiritual growth, and sometimes in the back of our mind, it's easy to start thinking about how am I gonna use this to help others? And I'm just gonna tell you right here and right now, The greatest help that any of us can give, I believe, is when our lives are rocking and when things are really good in our own minds and and when we just feel the well-being that's always available to us. And when we allow that to sort of leak out through our smiles and to become more present with people. So again, I'm gonna challenge you a little bit to listen to today's episode quite selfishly. This is about you. This is about your life. This is not about anybody else. You actually, in my experience, uh, I don't think we are here for anybody else. I think we get to be in this life and we get to be on this planet with others, but not for them. And that may sound a little controversial. And what about, you know, the golden rule and all that other stuff, but I'll uh, maybe save save those deeper thoughts for another episode. So what the heck is today's episode about? Well, as I'm driving through the mountains of Utah here, uh, I was journaling today, thinking about you and thinking about this episode, and really just, you know, what is the most fresh material? What is the thing that's sort of a hot topic right now? And on a personal level, I've had some, I've had some shift lately. I've had a lot of things that have become really apparent to me. Um, ways that I've normalized certain things. You know, when you when you have something that's really good and you're like, okay, this is this is awesome and, and it's good, but there's that part of you that knows that you know at some point you're going to have to keep expanding. You're going to have to keep allowing yourself to to go with those impossible dreams. And it became clear to me over the last couple of weeks that there's areas in my life where I have really been enjoying the good. And I'd yet, uh, not yet allowed myself to go for the freaking amazing. Have you ever done that? Have you ever found yourself thinking, wow, this is really nice and I like this? But there's that little tug inside of you, you know, there's a little nudge saying, hey, this is great. And it's not a destination. It's a point on the journey. And so in my own life, uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've found myself re-engaging some very basic practices, you know, writing out in my journal, you know, how things might look. If, if they continue to evolve and advance. You know, always starting with appreciation and always being in a really genuine space of just kinda of looking around going, wow, I can't believe this is my life, but okay, what's next? And so in this journaling, I started writing out what the next picture might look like. You know, what, what, would, little, what would the next version be? How can I give, how can I grow, and how can I gain in a, in a new way? And all of a sudden it hit me as I was doing these journaling exercises that what I'm actually doing is just sort of this linear, very predictable, uh, you know, 10% better kind of thing. And I thought, okay, well that's cool if what I'm looking for is a, a believable action plan. You know, if I wanna write down stuff to do today that I know I can do that's kinda fun, that's cool, but that's not the purpose of this exercise. The purpose of doing this sort of bigger picture journaling is to detach from the current reality, to do a little time piercing, and to connect with the version of yourself that is living the life that today's version would be mind blown by. And that's where the juice is, that's where the joy is. If we can suspend our addiction to this linear growth, this is where logic just sort of takes over, and you know, you sort of start thinking too big, and then logic creeps in along with the voices of all the other people in your life that told you to be realistic. But that's not where the fun is, that's not where the joy is. And I was laughing at myself as I 'm doing this journaling and, and I 'm you know th- making things a little bit better here and a little bit better there and I thought that's not what I want my that 's not what I want to do that 's not what i 'm here for so I shook it off I actually changed locations I went outside and I opened up my journal and it was actually kind of early in the morning, uh, which is sort of new for me i 'm not typically an early riser, and you know the sun is coming up, and I all of a sudden felt. the the momentum of my current reality, as beautiful as it is, I felt that momentum subside. I felt that the the normal that I'd gotten so used to kind of go away. And I found myself in the very interesting space, this sort of curious blank slate. And from that space of being quiet and, and experiencing some peace, I started to get some new ideas. And these new ideas that were blinking in seemed both, I don't know, how do I explain this? These new ideas, these new images, very vivid, I mean, very, very clear flashes of, of pictures and places and uh, experiences. These things felt both completely foreign because it was like nothing that I've ever experienced. At the same time, it felt so right. It just felt, uh, it just felt like home in, in a lot of ways. And so that's when I, I really felt that, uh, okay, I'm onto something here. You know, this is, this is actually some good stuff. It's neat to think in terms of linear growth. It's believable. But there's that special quality, you know, that very special feeling when a vision pops in, a flash, an image, a sound, you know, something just quick enough to get your attention. Like when you're seeing something out of the corner of your eye and you look and it's gone, but you know it was there. And that's what I was receiving. I was getting these little flashes, one after another. And as they're coming in, I'm just writing them down, you know, writing down a picture, an image. And that, that feeling of familiarity continued to grow and I started to feel these ideas one on top of another. You know, I started to have thoughts that I'd had before, you know, things like, you know, writing a novel or or writing a a series of novels. That's not a new idea, I've done some writing on it. But as I began to suspend my sort of addiction to what is, and I allowed myself to be in this playful space of just allowing this, this image and these ideas to come, they started to multiply, and I hope this makes sense. And I, I really, I, I endeavor to make this as practical as possible for you. I also recognize that you might be listening right now, going, "Dude, what is this guy on?" All I can tell you is, the relationship that we each have with our imaginations is something that I believe is is as close to sacred uh, as anything else uh, that exists. I mean these, this is where our future is crafted, and the problem that I've encountered in my own life is that when it's, it's so easy to look around you and to see what is, you know it's so easy to look around you and see what people are experiencing, to look at your own life and you know look at your own reflection in the mirror, or you know to look at your own schedule or look at your own bank account and, and allow that image to become your reality. But that image is simply the residue of an old reality. You know, actual reality isn't what we see. That's the the after effect. That's the echo. But the actual reality is formed in our minds. It's formed in our ideas. And I believe that the most powerful form of creation is to imagine. And this is why it's so important to guard the things that are in your own mind. You know, what are you allowing into your own mind? So as I'm sitting there doing this this writing and I'm having these images come into mind, it became so apparent to me that this feeling was worth blooming, it was worth cultivating, it was worth growing. And as I allowed these images to form one after the other, what I started to understand is that, you know, these images are ideas coming from my future self. So let's let's focus on you. What kind of time do you allow yourself to invest in cultivating these images? You know, is this a once in a while sort of thing for you? Is it a daily practice? Is it weekly? I don't believe there's any right or wrong way to do it, but I do believe that without cultivating our own imaginations, without putting time and energy and some loving emotion, some playful sort of, you know, kind of free-spirited investigation, you know, maybe a sort of listening and then writing down what you hear? You know, if we're not investing time in doing this regularly, well, it's not like your mind is blank. Your mind is occupied with some other sort of imagery and that's cool. But if you wanna be a powerful creator, if you wanna create deliberately and consciously, if you'd like to create on purpose, then you got to, at some point, you got to take the blindfold off. And what is the blindfold? The blindfold is the addiction to materialism, looking around you and seeing everything around you as the realist of the real. But where did all that come from? It came from a thought. It came from an idea, either yours or someone else's. And so the failure to invest time consistently in your own cultivation of imagination, the failure to take your own insights and allow them to bloom and blossom the failure to do this guarantees mediocrity it guarantees a life that looks pretty much the same every single day with minor variances slight shifts you get stuck in these whirlpools of creativity these whirlpools of creation but if you want to exit the circle, if you want to exit the spiral, and if you'd like to widen your orbits, then the only way to do this is through the sanctuary and the solitude and the spaciousness of your own thoughts. So if you're not doing this on a regular basis, I promise you it's still being done. It's just not being done consciously by you. It's being done. And there's a reason it's called programming every time you turn on the TV. But I've seen in my own experience and in the experience of many, many others that I've shared these conversations with and that I've learned from, the more you cultivate your own imagination, the more you allow yourself to take these seemingly random thoughts and begin to piece them together. It's just inevitable that you'll start to get clearer and clearer images, clearer and clearer ideas. You can make your intuition tactical. Intuition is not just a a little flash of insight. Intuition can become this sort of on-demand Access to cosmic Google where you literally know exactly the next step to take With zero hesitation no fear complete Confidence because it's as if you've been there before Perhaps in some sort of weird time-piercing way you have and maybe you're just receiving instructions from the you That's just around the corner who's already made the best possible choice so Your practice of cultivation, your practice of allowing these images to grow, from my perspective, there's nothing that's more important in your role as a conscious creator because this is where you begin to develop a future. This is where you develop a sense of vision and that vision is what can guide your behaviors and your thoughts on a daily basis. Without this vision, how the heck are you supposed to know whether or not you're making the right decisions? You know, as I'm having this conversation with you, I'm driving and I'm watching the lakes just roll past me and I'm seeing the mountains just sprawl as I'm headed towards Eden, Utah. And without the GPS that I'm looking at telling me in point nine miles, turn right, I would be just enjoying a nice country drive but I sure as heck would not reach my destination. And so as I get a sign saying .9 miles, turn right on east 2200. Okay, that's useful information. But I can only receive that guidance from my GPS if I've got a destination. We, as, as humans, being, we can only receive signals from our intuition about whether something's right for us or wrong for us based on this image or this vision that we have that's unfolding. And we may not have a clear sense of it, and that's cool. But we can always have a sense that's a little more right than others. And you may not be making a tactical, intelligent decision, a logically perfect strategy to go step by step to your five-year plan. You might, and that's cool. But you always know what's right for you right now. You know, and, and if you don't, allow yourself to be the author of your experience, if you allow other people's opinions to be more important than what you think, then you'll find yourself very swiftly, very easily, and very consistently in conversations, in situations, in obligations, where you're doing things to make other people happy, and yet inside your soul, your spirit, your heart is going, what the, what am I doing? This isn't right, this isn't me. And then you end up sitting there with a kind of sweet smile on your face or kind of a clenched jaw, just like nodding up and down, wondering why things are getting so tense, why are things so tight? Look, and I I can say this with love and without judgment, I've been there, I've, I've found myself in many conversations over the years, many obligations where the pressure was rising, the energy was tense, And I found myself thinking, what the heck am I doing? How did I get here? But in every one of those cases, I can always look back and I can see the choices that I made for that to become a reality. I can see the agreements that I entered into because at the time it seemed easier to just, you know, make somebody else happy. It seemed easier to, you know, just, just go for the money It seemed easier to just, you know, don't rock the boat. Until I realized that I was the one that was getting rocked. And I recognize that it does take a tremendous amount of clarity. It can take some courage to begin to say no to things that you've always said yes to. It can certainly take a lot of courage to start to say yes to the things that you've always had an insight into, the little desire for, you know, that hint of adventure that's just around the corner, which you've thought about but immediately dismissed because fill in the logical reason why. It takes courage, I get it. But look, as long as your heart is beating and as long as you have the ability to draw breath into those magnificent lungs of yours, as long as you have a mind that can perceive and receive information, as long as you are alive in this body, you're always gonna have a sense of what you want. And it's my promise to you that if you allow those desires, as faint as they might seem, if you allow them to be the most important thing in your life, if you allow your own feelings to be the most important thing in your life, if you can allow yourself to just lean into this idea that nothing is more important than you feeling good, nothing is more important in this entire universe than your well-being and if, if it makes you feel better chasing something that you think will make you feel better then that's fine but I gotta tell you when you get there when you get to that destination when you get to that place in your body when you reach that weight that look when you enter into that relationship, when your relationship reaches the point that you think it should be, when you get to the perfect bank account balance, whatever that is, guess what? You're still gonna be with you, with all of your habits of perception, with all of your practices of either cursing or blessing your existing reality. All that's gonna happen is you're gonna have more practice. So if you can allow yourself to be delightfully selfish to make your own feelings the most important thing in your life, to allow the cultivation of your own vision and to invest time with that, to play with it, to revisit it, not because you have to, but because it feels good, it feels fun to peek into the crystal ball and kind of see into your own future. You don't do that because you have to. You do it because it's fun. You do it because you get to. You do it because it's a playful game that you're actually playing with yourself. And so, if this is what you allow yourself to do, then pretty soon you start to see a merging, a blending between your imagination, the things that you've had in mind, the images that have been sort of tugging at you. You start to see a merging between those inner images and your outer reality. And here's the way that this might play out for you. There's obviously limitless ways that this can happen. But in my experience, there's a few consistencies. One is you'll begin to find yourself in these lighthearted moments where you just feel fully yourself. And the moment itself really isn't any different. It's the same conversation with you know a, a rideshare driver, or it's the same you know uh, conversation at, at the coffee shop when you're you know buying your beverage. But there's something different about the interaction. You feel yourself more grounded, more present. You, you feel a total absence of stress. You really feel yourself in the moment, and from that place, you begin to see people differently. You start to see a shine in people's eyes. You start to see a spark in people that maybe you had forgotten to look for. People begin to notice it in you as well. They start to you know, do a little double take and they start to look at you a little differently. So this is one of the ways in which this, uh, this energy can shift. Another way is you find yourself in very different sorts of conversations. You find yourself in conversations that are fairly non-ordinary. <laughs> You know, whereas it's common for a lot of people to talk about, you know, the the normal things. Politics, or the weather, or the economy, or sports teams, or TV shows, or other people, family members, blah, 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 blah. This is a normal thing for people to talk about, but you'll find yourself increasingly having conversations with people that are (laughs) non-ordinary. I don't just mean the people are non-ordinary, I mean, Conversations are non-ordinary. You find yourself talking about things that are not typical conversations. Things like, you know, what what happens after we die? Ever think really, really long and hard about that? Do you ever have that conversation with someone who was a stranger two minutes ago? You know, what what is the power that we actually have to use our imagination? You can find yourself having these conversations pretty, uh, pretty randomly. You might, instead of answering when somebody says, how are you doing, instead of saying, oh, you know, pretty good, same old, same old, <laughs> you might find yourself, as I did last night at the the rental car counter at the Salt Lake City Airport, the young lady behind the counter uh, looked at me, and I arrived in about 1130 at night, and, you know, there's a couple of other people in line, and everybody's kind of got this you know, stare like they're really tired, and I was feeling great. I meditated on the plane, and I was happy to be in Utah. And this young woman behind the counter says, how are you doing? And I kind of leaned forward a little bit, and I just looked at her for about a second, and I smiled, and I said, I'm actually freaking stellar. That's, I'm, I'm actually feeling really good. And she just broke into the biggest smile. She just looked at me as kind of this odd thing. And she smiled, she says, well, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. What, why Why is everything so good? And I said, oh, well, I'm in Utah, and I love coming to Utah, and it's a beautiful, beautiful part of the country, and I have so many great friends here, and then, well, some of whom I haven't seen in a while, and I'm really excited to see them, and I had a great flight, and I feel really rested, and now I'm here, and now I'm talking to you. I mean, come on, what's not to love? And she just started laughing, and a few seconds later, she's looking at the screen. She says, hey, I think I'm about to make your day even better. I'm like, what? All right, let's do this. And she said, would you like an upgrade? I'm like, heck yes, I'd love an upgrade. She said, all right, well, we can give you, blah, blah, blah. They, she ended up giving me this fantastic top of their line vehicle, which uh, was pretty awesome for the same low rate that I'd originally reserved. And I'm not saying you're gonna get upgrades everywhere you go, but I'm not saying you won't. There's this weird thing about energy, as my friend Mike Kemsky says, "Highest energy wins." And so, you know, what sort of energy are you carrying into your day? Are you acting from a place of uh, reaction? You know, are you doing over and over again? Are you reacting? Are you taking the same sort of words that you used yesterday, or can you be truly creating? So, you know, these are just a couple of ways that. You can experience your life starting to shift when you begin doing this sort of inside-out approach. You start to see people differently. They start to see you differently. You start to have different sorts of conversations. The conversations feel deeper and yet more real at the exact same time. Something else that you'll, you'll begin to experience is that your, um, your observations change. You, what you notice starts changing. You, know, you might be in a in a bookstore, scrolling on on uh, you know online, and different things will start to catch your attention. You know, whereas before you hadn't noticed anything about uh, I don't know backpacking or you know overlanding or or camping or or hiking, but all of a sudden you're going to find yourself clicking on different sites. You're going to find yourself exploring different things. You're going to find yourself feeling interested. That's a huge indicator. You'll find yourself feeling interested in things that didn't interest you before. You'll begin to have a curiosity about things that wasn't there before. This is a sure sign that your imagination is calling you. Next thing you know, you might, just for the fun of it, <laughs> you might be looking up plane tickets. Just just to see, you know, just to check. And all of a sudden you go, oh, wow, I I thought it was a lot more expensive to fly to Bucharest. And all of a sudden you realize that, oh, shoot, you know, I I spend more than that every month on, fill in the blank, with uh, your entertainment, your distractions, your, excuse me, those things that you really deserve for, you know, working so hard. (laughs) Well, if you would live a life based on joy, you wouldn't be working hard at all. (laughs) <laughs> You'd be exerting yourself, that's for sure. You'd be putting tons of effort into things that you love, but you wouldn't call it work. And just for fun, you might find yourself looking at uh, you know hotels or Airbnbs. Next thing you know, you're realizing that, oh shoot, you've actually got some vacation time, or you've actually got some, some time that you've been meaning to tell your staff and your team that you're gonna take. You realize you've been saying that for years now, so all of a sudden the idea grabs hold and it won't let go. And I'm telling you this from personal experience, within a very short period of time, sometimes hours, sometimes days, you begin to develop not only a curiosity, but you begin to develop a real sense of resourcefulness. You begin to feel the objections and the obstacles melt away as this adventure seems self-evident. And if you continue to follow this train of thought, next thing you know, you are actually on an airplane. You are actually behind the wheel. You're actually taking a road trip. You are actually reaching out to that person and inviting them to coffee or dinner. You are actually sitting down and writing those words that have been pent up inside of you, or you're actually reaching out to someone that's asked you for help, in a professional manner and you've kind of been avoiding it because you weren't sure, but now you're totally sure. Next thing you know, you're inviting them to work with you to solve their problems and effortlessly inviting them to make an investment that truly reflects the value of the work that you'll do together. And you're inviting that person to value themselves at a level that reflects their true worth. When you're in this state, you don't insult your customers or clients if you have them. You don't insult them by giving them a low value offer, a low value product, you put your energy into it and your price, the investment, reflects that energy. This is how it's not only possible but it's impossible not to raise your experience of money as you raise your own energy. I've had many clients and many friends double and triple and quadruple their income within extremely short periods of time. Days, months, simply by increasing the amount of personal energy that they're putting into things. So this is a very practical set of habits here, this going from the inside first, giving your energy to your imagination. There's all sorts of delightful after effects And yet, the beautiful irony is that the after effects are not even necessary. They happen and you're appreciative of them and they're cool, but the real benefit is in the moment. The real gift is in the joy that you feel as you're playing with this energy and playing with this imagination. That's where the real beauty is. I've given you a lot to to think about today. I'm sure that there are uh, a lot of things that you've heard today that are really simple and seem, you know, kind of basic. And maybe some things that you've heard that you disagree with or that your mind is thinking, nope, this just doesn't make sense. And that's cool. I I have no attachment at all to what you do with this. Uh, I'm simply sharing my own perspectives based on what I experience. And as someone who's been pretty aggressively testing paradigms, testing beliefs, one against the other. Which works better, this way or this way? This proves to be something that uh, that gives better results than anything else I've I've found. So I hope this is valuable for you. And as you continue to march through your own life's experience, I'd love to, to stay connected with you. So please keep tuning in. Uh, I'll see you on Facebook or Instagram if you're over there if you've not yet Joined the freedom teachers group. You may be interested in that This is a rapidly growing community of people who are taking these concepts and other concepts from their own lives and really applying them for results And becoming so good that you can't be ignored and whether or not you have the ambition to be a coach or an advisor, a guide for others, and to make that your livelihood, Freedom Teachers is a place to really sharpen these skills and to really hone your own powers as a conscious creator. So if you're interested, go check out Freedom Teachers on Facebook. And that will do it for today's episode. I am almost at the destination here. GPS has steered me right. And I am so appreciative of you for taking the time out of your day, out of your life and investing it here in your own growth. And I am really, really happy to be a part of that. So thanks for tuning in until next time. Peace and power.